I'm Gabs. And I'm Liz. And welcome, and welcome to, to Their, their Tropes, Tropes Battle, Battle for Dominance. Episode 78. Um, I'm so tired. I got about four, four and a half hours of sleep last night because I um, wrote a five and a half page paper last night. It was due mm-hmm. last night. Um, midnight. I started it at nine and uh, submitted it at like three or I think it was like 4 a.m. I submitted it. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. Um, it was about Amazon and their terrible talent management um, practices. So mm-hmm. fun. Um, yeah, I totally bullshitted it. And I think I'm probably going to get like a B if I'm lucky, maybe a C hey. on it. And that's okay because this for the first time in my life, I'm actively like I'm aiming for a C. I am barely doing my work because I'm just trying to get the fucking piece of paper at the end of graduation. You're almost there, right? I have this semester and another semester. And you're done, right? And then I'm done. And you're then I'm so never close. going back to school ever, ever, ever again. You are so close. You can do this. I'm so tired. Um vibes. <laughs> guys, if you can afford to, please never do full time school and full time work. You won't yeah. enjoy it. Not it's fun. A mistake. I'm literally like. <laughs> even if even if your like program is like after like normal work hours, so you right. can work full time. The professors don't tend to like. They don't keep give you. Wo- they yeah. do not take that into consideration at all, and that's like the exhausting part of it. And I guess in my specific program, most of the students are coming, like, straight out of college. So the expectation is, oh, they haven't gotten to work yet. But I'm, my, my thought was, like, well, I'm in my 20s. I really should just go get a job. Like, I feel like I'm losing out on valuable experience time by mm-hmm. waiting, you know, in my field. So I might as well get started. And I'm glad I did. I don't regret starting, but also I regret not just enjoying being a kid. Um or you go into a field that you cannot practice in until yes. you have your degree. Yeah, Liz was smart about it. There's literally like nothing I can do to go get experience within my field other than like right now in school, like there's nothing else I can really do mm-hmm. but be in school and like right. do other small things. But like it's not like I'm losing out by not working because I literally can't work in my exactly. field. Exactly. And whereas then in HR, you could just you could get started after high school. Like you don't actually need a degree to do any of what I do. Mm-hmm. It helps, but you don't need a degree. Um, yeah. So there was that. Um, but also, <laughs> I just so the way I motivate myself to write papers is I play Overwatch and then during the queue times because I'm a high rank player, I typically have longer queue times because there's really not that many people at my rank. Like there's wow. less than a thousand people at my rank. Because of that, I'm able to just have ten minute queues and I write a paragraph between my queues. Um, and before anyone says anything, that's not why I was up till 4 a.m. I would have been up till 4 a.m. writing that paper anyways because of my procrastination. So this is just like, you know, this is a way that I could procrastinate by playing Overwatch but still get my paper done in the same amount of time. Honestly, um, that's how I used to like, how I would how I motivate myself. Undergrad, yeah. In, in undergrad, it wouldn't be like between queue times for games, mm-hmm. but like I'd write a paragraph and then like I'd watch like an episode of a show I liked mm-hmm. and like... I wasn't, within those cases, I wasn't starting the paper the day before it was due. I was starting it, like, a week and a half, two weeks before it was due. Uh, so it's, so like, regardless, regardless, yeah, it's, like, if I was like, I wouldn't have been doing the paper in the first place if I didn't give myself that motivation. Exactly. You need the uh. break time. And, like, your break doesn't have to be 
five minutes every half hour on your phone, like you can set a really long break and do short bursts of work. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Especially if you're doing it ahead of time. Exactly. I'm currently in the exact opposite by doing really, really long things of work Mm -hmm. so that by seven o'clock I can be done with schoolwork. But I mean, that's like, I mean, there you go. Like you're letting yourself just take a long break and that break is your evening. So I think that's fair. Um, but yeah, so, so nice. while I was doing that last night, um, I actually, guess what, guess what I did, Liz? What? I cracked the top 150 players in Overwatch. Hi, I hit go. rank 147 in let's Overwatch. Go. And I'm like, I don't want, and at first I was like, ah, oh, that's like, you know, that doesn't mean shit. But then I remembered there's something like, yeah, like, I think they had some crazy number, like 40 million active players or some shit like that. And for the US, I'm in the top 150. Like, that's... Kind of That's crazy. crazy. I, think. I don't know. Um, yeah. Granted, I will say I th- I would be the first person to say I probably don't deserve to be that high in the rankings, but um, the I, fact I, that you even cracked top five hundred exactly, is the, wild. The fact that I got there is I think impressive, and um, it's definitely less impressive than it was when we were in undergrad. And I remember Liz, I think you were like flirting with some girl, and you're like, "She's a top five hundred bashed in Maine." <laughs> Wild. I remember Anna. you saying that to me like freshman year of college. No, but I, I was, had no idea what was going on. But everyone also considered, I was like, she's top 500. No, I was like, she's top 500, but she's a bash in me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I love top 500, not the bastion. Yeah. Um, it's fine. People would probably say I'm worse because I'm top 500 and I'm one of the only. I'm one of 15 people who have Mercy as the most played character right now in the support rank who are in the top 200, and I think that's kind of fucking... It's kind of slay, though. Um, It's very slay of me, I would say. Um, But yeah, GM1 and top 500, baby, that's me. And then um, after... After we finish recording, before I go to bed, because I'm going to bed fucking early tonight, um, I'm giving a VOD review to a bronze Moira player that I <laughs> met on Bumble BFF. <laughs> that's adorable. Um, I, I love will be smoking some weed, um, oh, so eating valid. some dinner. I don't know why, Liz. I forget that you that you smoke weed. I, I just always forget. I feel like people... Well, the thing is, like, I haven't been able to do it for, like, the past couple months because I thought it was included on my school's drug right. screening, which I did this week. I did on Tuesday, and I went, like, needing to pee, and I had to wait an hour and a half to get my drug to, like, oh, pee in the no. cup. And so, like, I'm, like, suffering. Oh, Like, God. I'm, like, give me the cup, please. Like, like, let me piss. piss. Please. Let me um, piss. But originally, I thought it was including uh, THC, mm. which is the active drug in weed um and then they were like no it's not and i'm like time to start smoking because <laughs> <laughs> so for the, the the listeners that don't know i'm a very avid um pothead but i will say i am not addicted because i literally was able to easily stop myself from smoking for like you're one of like the few pot users six I months know, liz who like i can absolutely say is not addicted like you do it purely for fun and you've never yeah. been like, oh, I, where's like, where's my vape? Like, that was never you. Oh, no. Like, where it's like, oh, like, I knew that if I had something in my possession, it'd be harder to stop. So I said, okay, I need to stop right now. Let me throw it away. And I stopped smoking from like early, early, no, not even early July, like June, late while. June yeah. until like literally January. And so um, I, I can very proudly say, like, even though when I am smoking, I smoke a lot, oh, I don't have to, I don't, I'm not addicted in that way. Actually, so I'm very lucky. You actually just reminded me, um, uh, I, when I was in Canada last September with Hadar, 
she mm-hmm. bought a bunch of weed because it was you know it's legal in Canada to buy it. Yeah. Um, and she bought like some pre-roll joints, and then she only smoked one of them because they were really strong. So she like had two left over. And then we had it. So we drove across the border with it. And that's I don't know if I'm, you want to be putting that out on care. the internet because that is a federal crime. It is, but like, how are they going to prove it? Um, okay. You know, what? They got cameras of me holding the weed crossing the border. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are they going to do? Um, but anyway, so I, I told Grant we would give it to him for his birthday. His birthday's in October. <laughs> He's been to our place several times, and we just keep forgetting to give it to him. So you just reminded me to tell Nick to bring it with him to Katsu. Katsu, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, vibes. Um. But yeah, because I, I, so I'm yeah. like, I want it out of my apartment. I don't like it around my cats. And if Nick it forgets it, I will smoke it this If weekend. he does forget it, I know it's going to be yours. Like, I'm giving it to you because I want it gone. Mm-hmm. But um, um, I will also be finishing the last episode of the first half of You Season 4. Stop. I haven't, I've only on like episode three or four or something. It's, it's, a, it's a good season. Like, I actually yeah. really like it. Like, it's different. Listen, but it's I think like, it was it's good. like a college AU. So, like, <laughs> it's like a the professor AU actually it's kind of different from a college uh, AU. it's not that different babe you're in sport because of the college setting don't kid no, yourself but like, it's good right like it's different it's good I do like it and I I think my favorite thing about you has been like seeing Joe like like how like not only he's first of all he's very disillusioned right like he is not yeah, the though. bad guy which I think is very interesting and very much aligns with, like real serial killers and stuff and it, it's interesting from a psych standpoint but it's also like another thing that's interesting is watching him get like better at his crimes oh like, you know it's quit, like, like so it's, it's good. very interesting and then it also very much helps too that his actor is so much like if you guys think this is hot get help <laughs> like please no like it's it's great that he's like that we're it's actually shocking that i don't like joe in that way considering like i fucking love yandere's mm. but like i think that this is, is like too realistic i, you I know? think that's what it is too because like you know i don't i'm not really big into yandere's but i do think i don't know how to pronounce his last name pen badgley, badgley pen badgley, badgley. Yeah. i think he's a very attractive man so oh, like yeah. um but I and usually when I think an actor is attractive, it's I can't really separate them from their character. Like I'm like, oh damn, that character is hot, right? But with this is like one of the first times where I'm like, mm, no. And I think it's the same reason for you. Like you're not into it. It's just like it's, it's, too, it's too real. It's too real. Like I could very easily see something like that. Not easily because I don't think any real person would actually end up being that much of a mastermind and oh yeah no they would they would get caught yeah i think the very end of season one would happen and then like six months later you'd see on the news like you know debut author who killed herself is actually murdered you know like that like they would they would figure it out um i i not i don't think the cops would do it i think like the internet would figure it out because people are you know, true crime. True crime people would have figured it out. But, um, but oh, no, yeah. I love, love, love you so much. So I'm, I'm very um, happy with uh, this season. So okay. I'm excited to finish this episode. I'll try and catch up um, in the next few days, hopefully, yeah. so that we can watch it together, maybe, unless you've watched before then. Oh, I'm going to finish oh, okay, the episode tonight. That's what I was saying. Oh, I see. Never mind. I see um, Liz, you hate we'll me. Watch, we'll watch the Teen Wolf movie together. Yes, I'm excited. I'm so excited for that. Styles. Styles. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I Speaking of like, Teen Wolf, I... I wish it was, you know, more pan like conventions that did eighteen plus panels in the Northeast that we could do that. Could at. do that, Pat. Yeah, 
Oh my god. Like, I... I think about that panel so often. It, I wish you had been there in person, Liz, but, like, even when yeah. you're on the phone, it was still such a good vibe, and, like... I'm, like, so upset. Like, I'm, like, so upset that, like, even if, like, the, the like, Wi-Fi works so I could zoom in. Yes. Like, no. Yes. It doesn't work. Honestly, Honestly we, yeah. we'll, like, try to maybe see next year if we can get, like, some hotspot that actually works or something. Well, like hopefully, that. hopefully with my, hopefully my classes will work out and be yes. fine to me and be all finished before... Or you'll, like, come down for the day. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't justify that. Or, like, even if it's, like, oh, one of my finals is, like, Thursday and it's an easier final. It was literally because, like, my my hardest final was Monday morning I right remember. after. So, um, it was like you had to study. But, I mean, you did well on it. So it paid yeah. off. But, like, we definitely missed having you there. I miss being there. Um, so. Okay. Do we do we want to crack into the episode? Yeah. Um, okay, so I, I picked this week, um, and the trope I picked is everyone meets everyone. So this is usually, like, a premiere episode, but, um, or, you know, chapter, whatever, like, the beginning, usually where the whole cast of characters are collected together one by one. So think, like, RuPaul Drag Race as, like, each queen walks into the workroom, like, one at a time, and then they are, they're all meeting. Think that. Um, sometimes it can be more in a group setting, like everyone meets at once or, um, you know, it happens like in a flashback episode, but this is like super, I would say it's most common in reality TV shows. So like, you know, new people arrive and they're all meeting one at a time or they're meeting in small groups. Um, and I, I thought it was really funny that TV tropes made a note. They're like, hopefully the episode won't end with someone saying, and I'm sure we'll have many great adventures together. Um, and I thought it was very cute. And the only reason that I actually, um, chose this trope, I was like, mm-hmm. just kind of scrolling through options. And then eventually I picked this one because, um, in TV tropes, does this thing where on their tropes information page, they list like every example they can think of that in across different media types that had the trope mm-hmm. and the first one listed for literature is the new testament begins this way with jesus collecting his disciples <laughs> one by one making this trope at least older than feudalism that is so and, funny and i i genuinely thought it was the funniest thing uh and so i had to choose it and then so what's it? <laughs> there's two of them babe give them to grant this right now no wait oh did, did i say bring it now yeah. he just brought me the weed from canada <laughs> uh, no i said can you bring grant but i misspelled his name <laughs> i spelled it grant with a b instead of grant with an N. no um, yeah, i was saying if you can pack it and like give it to him at the con or something like i just i want it out of the apartment thank you uh sorry anyway <laughs> examples include Animorphs, Harry Potter, Fellowship of the Ring, Buffy, Stargate, Star Trek, Scrubs, Grey's Anatomy. Can I talk about Grey's Anatomy and you how can. this I happens knew you in were Grey's going Anatomy? To, so I, I, I never get to talk about Grey's Anatomy. I never get to show. talk about Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, she mentions it every other week. No, I don't. You, you always say something about watching it. 
yeah, I like mentioned like, oh, I'm talking about Grey's Anatomy and I'm, not, I'm watching Grey's Anatomy and like, I don't think I talk about it. So how this trope fits into Grey's Anatomy is that within Grey's Anatomy, um, it's not always at the beginning of a new season, but sometimes at the beginning of the new season, they get new surgical interns just as like, you know, they're doing their clinicals, they're doing, they're like, they're getting out of school and they're starting their journey to be surgical interns. So they have like a very obvious new group of characters to introduce to the show so usually that first show is that everyone meets everyone so they're like going around and they're meeting the, the old characters and oh it's so good i love Grey's anatomy Aww. i was just watching Grey's anatomy when you texted me that you were ready. Uh, i see <laughs> mm-hmm. no wonder it's on the brain okay um, you can continue on that's okay um other examples uh include firefly how i met your mother power rangers and game of thrones so uh, those are my examples. So um, I wasn't sure like what fandom I wanted to use for this. So I just went on archive and I searched everyone meets everyone. And the first fic that popped up, <laughs> um, I was like, you know what? It has been a while since we read a true crack fic. Uh, yes. <laughs> and I needed a good pick me up. So this one definitely fit the, uh, fit the bill. It's called everyone meets. It's by Willowbot 2000 um all one word it's rated teen enough and the summary sealed it for me hey so this whole thing is a huge crack please don't take it serious i'm sorry i had to switch things up because i suck at writing sometimes i had to less down the characters in the story because i only know the personalities of some of the characters thank you all for being so patient with me and it just killed me that the author was like I don't know this character, but they're going in my fic. <laughs> like, I love that. Um, and then also, I, I mean, I should have copied the tags over, but it was like, <laughs> it was like, My Little Pony, Miraculous Ladybug, um, uh, it's fucking, well, you know, well, actually, let's just read it. It's a one shot, so we should probably be able to get through all, if not most of it, um, and we can meet all the characters. Okay. So um, I think I'll just prod you to read for... I'll, like, read for, like, the first character that is talked, because they're all a bunch of different scenes. So, like, for instance, the first scene, I'll read for Ladybug, and you read for Chat Noir, and we'll, like, switch off like that. Like, I'll read for the first person who talks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Hawkmoth had been attacking Paris like always, but this time he had come out of his lawyer to fight Ladybug. I think they meant Lair. (laughs) 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 I'm like, wait, wait, what? To fight Ladybug and Chat Noir himself, they were getting so close to getting his miraculous when a bright light shone above them. They all three stopped and looked up. What is that? Ladybug asked, looking at Chat Noir, confused. Oh, Hawkmoth might have something to do with it. They both looked at Hawkmoth, but were confused when he seemed as surprised as they were. Suddenly, all three of them started floating towards the light. Are they aliens? Shat asked before suddenly another bright flash happened and they were all knocked unconscious. When Ladybug woke up, she found herself in a tree. It was a pine tree. She hadn't ever seen one before, except on Christmas. Though even those trees weren't real, the pine needles poked into her sides. She felt like she was in a huge porcupine. Getting up, she quickly looked around. Shat! She shouted, hearing nothing but her own voice echoing back to her. The sound of someone else groaning made her look for where the sound was coming from. Down below, there was another hero sitting on the forest floor. Ladybug made her way down the branches to check on the person, though stopped short when the idea of them being an akumatized person came into her mind. She stopped on a branch that sat just a little bit above the person. When the person looked up towards Ladybug, Ladybug instantly started asking questions. Who are you? Were you the one who caused this? Are you an akumatized victim? The person looked up at her, confused. A what? Ladybug studied her outfit. 
It all looked hand-stitched, and being a designer herself, she knew what that looked like. Her outfit was black and white with a little bit of hot pink in some spots. Are you from my world? Ladybus Ladybug asked finally. I don't think so, the girl said, her voice sounding to be around the same age as Ladybug. Do you help people in your world? The girl nodded. Of course, I'm Spider Woman. It's Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen. <laughs> Ladybug was surprised when she took off her mask, quickly looking away. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, what's wrong? She asked, shaking her head to get out all of the pine needles out of her hair. It's just that in my world, we don't usually show our identities. The girl stood up. Well, if we're both heroes, I'm sure that we can trust each other not to tell anyone. Ladybug turned around. You think so? This is the most crap part of the fix so far. No, but because Ladybug wouldn't do this. Um, no, but it's like wild because it's like, yeah, in, I feel like she'd be like, wait, shit. We could have shown our identity. Me and Shad Noir could have shown each other our identities. You're right. We probably wouldn't have told anyone who we were. Oh, no, no. That's actually, it's, there's actually a huge plot. Like, they can't tell each other their identities because then Hawk Moth could use it against them. But how will Hawk Moth know? Because it could get out because they don't know who the other person is. So for all they know, like, Hawk Moth is watching them at all times. But Like, there's a huge, there's, like, a huge, like, there's a lot of plots because there's a lot of episodes where they do reveals and then somehow they have to turn back time or something. Like, there's one episode where they have a reveal and it literally destroys the entire world because Chat Noir goes insane and the fucking person, the uh, hero who controls time shows up and is like, yeah, we're going back in time because fuck this. <laughs> but, but, like, but in reality, like... Well, it's also because uh, Ladybug um, guards all the miraculous. So if like, so it's technically like, it's technically safe for her to know. But then the issue is, and everybody who knows who they are, like the uh, Kwamis, like uh, Tiki knows that Lady the Marinette has a crush on Adrian. So she's like, she knows that Marinette cannot handle knowing that Adrian is her superhero duo. So it's like, everybody is like, don't do it. And then also uh, Bunnix, who's the time control one, Mm -hmm. literally is like, yeah, there's like 37 realities where you guys revealed each other and the world ended. So like, don't do it. (laughs) Okay, I guess. I think that's kind of stupid. It is, but that's because you know they're waiting to draw it out to like the end of the eighth season when they're going to be like, and actually, like... It's you, it's, and then they end up together. They're just going to give us one episode at the, after all of this angst. Um, okay. There, there's, Liz, there's a reason I'm obsessed with the identity reveals trope in Miraculous. <laughs> because they won't ever Stupid. give it to us. And it makes sense why they won't give it to us, but I think they should give it to us. Um, they won't give it to us until Hawk Moth is defeated. I see. Um, okay, okay. Um, you think so? The girl nodded confidently. I know so. Ladybug looked at the ground hesitantly before saying, spots off. She felt the suit disappear as she was now in her everyday clothes. Looking up at the girl, she saw her make a shocked face. I wish my suit was that easy to put on and take off. Marinette laughed at that, remembering all the times it wasn't as good as the girl thought it was. My name is Marinette, she said, putting out her hand. The girl shook her hand. My name is Gwen. Gwen looked around. Now, all we have to do is figure a way out of here. Um, and then they do Count Olaf and Claus, but I don't know who those characters like, are. I don't know, know who those from. people are. So we're going to skip that um, bit. I I don't know, like, I have no idea. So we're going to skip that. Um, we're going to the next one. Tony quickly got out of his Iron Man suit. Not knowing Hi, where he was. let's go! 
All he knew was that he needed to find his kid. He looked around to find a man laying on the ground next to him. He was wearing a costume that looked like it was made to be a 1960s superhero film. The man got up, surprised to see another man standing over him. Go ahead, ask me for an autograph. Let's get on with it. I'm busy looking for my kid. The man stood up, looking confused. Autograph? Why would I want one from you? I don't even know who you are. Tony looked at him, confused, trying to figure out what was going on. Is your mind erased? The man looked at Tony, angrier. Look, I don't have time for your mind games. I need to find two kids. Tony realized that the man was under the same circumstances as him. He reached out a hand to help him up. Let's look for our kids together. I think that the man is Hawk Moth, but I don't. <laughs> uh, all right, the next, the next, and these are all like this is all in one shot, and like this is it's literally just page breaks between these um, stories that we're jumping to. Rainbow woke up to find herself caught in a pine tree. The last thing she remembered was she was about to fight Starlight Shimmer with the rest of her friends. Was she in a forest? As she tried to move, she realized something was stopping her from moving too much. When she looked to see what stopped her from moving, she saw that her wing was stuck on a tree branch. It was all twisted out of shape. It was broken. Oh, <laughs> no. Dash had already broken her wing several times and understood that she couldn't fly. Getting up, she slowly tried to move, trying to be as careful as possible so she wouldn't fall down and hurt herself any more than she already has. She was getting very close to the ground. I'm sorry, just the idea of, like, a horse <laughs> trying to climb down a tree is so funny. <laughs> um, when the sound of branches breaking was heard from above her, when she looked up, she saw Fluttershy falling, screaming as she bounded off the stronger branches. Before she could move out of the way, she felt her body hit her, causing her to topple down with her. They hit the ground with a thud. Getting up, Rainbow glared at Fluttershy. You could have been more careful! Fluttershy got up, rubbing her arm nervously. I'm sorry, Rainbow Dash. It was an accident. Alright, the kinney came out. Um, Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, speaking of Fluttershy, we actually tried to get Grant to borrow my Fluttershy outfit. So, to do it with Nick. Because <laughs> we thought it would have been really funny. It would have been really funny. Um, and I was like, you know, I, Grant, I would let him borrow any single one of my cosplays. But I, I also wouldn't trust him to return any of them in one piece. So, maybe You're it's for the best. <laughs> smart about that one. Um, I would let him do it, but I would regret it. Um, Rainbow rolled her eyes and started looking around. I don't recognize this forest. It doesn't look like the Everfree Forest. Fluttershy curled in on herself. I don't know where we are. I'm scared. Rainbow sighed. When are you not scared? Well, don't worry. I have an idea. Fluttershy looked at her cautiously. Can you fly up there and see if you can recognize anything up above us? I'll stay right in this spot. Fluttershy hesitated before nodding her head. She closed her eyes as she started to flap her wings, slowly gliding up past the trees. Opening her eyes, she noticed that she was above the trees. <laughs> Thank you for the exposition. Thanks, so she, she needed to get higher to see if she could see the end of the forest. As she flew higher, she heard the sound of something bussing. <laughs> I guess they meant buzzing, but I really like something bussing up above the trees. It's even better because I think this pic was written in like 2020 or 2021. And I don't think bussing was really a thing until like the end of 2021. Like it may have not been within like more um like common vernacular. Yeah, I don't think it was. I think it, I don't think it was like common vernacular um until like fairly recently. So, so it's really like bussing. something busting above the trees. <laughs> it sounded like a fan. Though she was surprised, suddenly surprised when she hit her head on something hard. Looking up, she realized that it was the sky. 
Confused, she placed her hands on what she thought was the sky to find it felt like metal. It was fake! Freaking out, she forgot to continue flying and felt herself falling all over again. She screamed, but right before she could hit the ground, she spread out her wings and caught herself. She was fine. I have a feeling they're all in, like, a Christmas ornament or something. Wait, that'd be kind of slay. I I didn't read this, if that's not obvious. Um, It's okay, I didn't really read mine either. (laughs) Slay! Um, Okay, Uh, we can do the next one because it's Peter Parker, and then... We'll skip a bit, I think, until um, we get further down. Peter got up suddenly, getting into a fighting stance. He had no idea where he was now. Him and Tony had just been going on patrol together. Now he had no idea where he was. Had they been drugged? Looking around, he noticed that he was in a forest and he wasn't alone. There was someone else curled up like a sleeping cat. They didn't look harmful, but that didn't mean they weren't all innocent. He remembered Steve Rogers telling him to expect the unexpected. He crept over to the sleeping person. When he was close enough, he touched them ever so slightly in the shoulder, jumping back when they slowly got up. The person looked over at Peter, hissing in fear. Peter tilted his head. Were they a science experiment gone wrong between a cat and a human? Hey, hey, it's okay. Peter held out his hand to the person like he would with a stray cat. I'm I'm not going to hurt you, buddy. The cat person's eyes widened. They look confused. I can speak. He said, standing up. Wait, the cat human jumped back. Are you an akumatized villain? Peter looked down up. Peter looked up and down himself. He didn't know what that was, but he hoped he didn't look like one. I don't know. What's a a tumacist? Tumacist. <laughs> <laughs> I am lo- assuming that these like I it, think it's funnier that these were unintentional spelling errors. Um, <laughs> I also think it'd be really funny if the author was like, "Let me just fuck with readers." Um, no, I'm 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 assuming that that was intentional. Oh, I don't know. Okay, maybe it was. Because it is a crack fix, so maybe it was intentional. Because why would Peter know the word akumatize? Because he said akuma. No, because. Yeah, but if someone says. Because Shat like, asked, are you an akumatize? Yeah, no, but like if he if he hears that, and he, oh. it's like a word you don't know. When you when it's the first time hearing it, you oh, might say you it know wrong what? back. You're probably right. That's probably exactly what's going on. And I'm just an idiot and was bamboozled. Um, I was bust over. <laughs> Like the, like the tr- Fluttershy above the trees. Um, I don't know. What's an a what's a Atumakist villain? Wait, are they a villain who doesn't know that they're a villain? Because I could possibly be one. The cat person laughed at Peter's rambling. I don't think you're an akumatized person. Wait, are you an alien? This is so cool. I've always wanted to meet an alien. Peter made a confused face. I don't think so. Oh God, what if there's one inside me? Can you smell it or hear it? The cat looked confused. I don't know what you're referencing, but I'm sure that it's pretty cool. The cat person shrugged. Oh, well, I might regret this, but I'm a superhero in Paris. Chat Noir is the name. Peter took off his mask. I'm a superhero in New York. I'm Spider-Man. Chat Noir looked up Slay. confused. What? But I went to New York and I didn't see you there. Peter looked at him confused. That's the same thing with me. I went to Europe and I didn't see you there either. Well, he didn't go to Paris. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> was just like, oh, the continuity. <laughs> he didn't go to Paris. First was spider good is spider woman. Though at least the author was just like, I don't know what the fuck about these characters. Yeah, that's, that is true. So the author valid. like genuinely doesn't know. <laughs> that's so slay. I love, I love that confidence. She's like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. I want to include it, so I'm fucking doing it. It's a, it's a vibe. It's a crack pick. It's, it's a, a vibe. vibe. Um, and there's another line. I think we're from we're from different universes. Chat Noir said. Oh yeah, that would make sense. Peter said. So then the next one <laughs> Just is the casual acceptance. Oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> 
It's very miraculous of them. Um, the next one is uh, Violet from um, Incredibles and Twilight Sparkle. And now I'm realizing, I think the one that Tony Stark met is um, Mr. Incredible. Oh, that's so iconic. Um, okay, that's so, like actually kind of yeah. iconic. <laughs> this and is that, kind of the this most is genius thing. This is camp. This is camp. And then after the Violet Twilight one, it's Applejack and Rarity. Um, and then oh, I love how like most of the ponies like they don't get like a new person. They're just with their friends. I mean, there's so many of them. <laughs> and then yeah, and then it's Peter B. Parker with Pinkie Pie. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> and then I think I think I think I've actually seen fan art of Peter B. Parker and Pinkie Pie. I feel together. like they would they would be besties. They would be besties. And then it's Miles and Klaus Klaus um who's Someone I don't know. And then, um, oh, and okay. And yeah, so then there's like stuff. Oh, Klaus is from, um, what's it called? Uh, the, the one that Elliot Page is in. Oh, uh, Umbrella Academy. Yes, that one. That's what it is. That's what he's from. That's where the name was familiar. Um, yeah, and then Olivia Octavius is trying to get people to do stuff. Like there's the last two paragraphs, and I'm just going to read the last two paragraphs so we end it. Everyone's on the same page. Suddenly, the sound of microphone feedback was heard. It came from the sky. Then a woman started talking. Hello, everyone. I would just like to say that it is so pleasant to finally get to meet all of you. Though some of you I've already met, my name is Olivia Octavius, and I just ask one favor from all of you. Please be a deer and walk to the middle of the forest. Oh, I almost forgot. None of you know where that is. Here, I'll just shine a beam of light in the very middle. Just make your way there, and the games can begin. The sky opened, now being obvious that it wasn't real, and a bright light shone through, illuminating the middle of the forest. Miles and Claus looked at each other hesitantly before making their way to the middle. And then it ends. And it says it's completed. So I don't I don't know what the T is here, but I I'm kind of obsessed. Um I, I, I it was am too. Very funny. So yeah. That that's my uh Yeah. <laughs> that, um yeah, I don't think I'll read Everyone Meets Everyone fix because it's just not what I read. I it's think not it, like, like, sometimes gets put into the stuff I read, but it's I, I'm also not, like, looking for it the way you, you know. Like, I mean, I guess, like, it does technically get put into mine because, like, in a college AU, everyone moves to the college. And exactly, and then everyone other. has to meet, you know, an orientation. How else yeah. is the romance going to happen, Liz? Um, I don't know. I think it's just within things and people don't know that this is, like, a trope. You know? I think you're right. I think people don't realize that it, like... But, I mean, that's what tropes are. People don't often realize they're contributing yeah. to a trope. Um, yeah. So, yeah. um, the, the trope I got is everyone's favorite thing right now. Um, artificial uh-huh. intelligence. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I feel like that was a scam that, like, they gave you because, like, you know. It's okay. Yeah. Um, a- the AI I- rose up and gave you this. I, I hope oh, that is funny. Um, so um, I actually like AI in uh, media. I think it's really cool. I'm not like creating media, but like char- like characters that are AI. Um, so oh, it's like like the robot companion type character. Yeah, exactly. Um, so AI is, was originally a science fiction trope, um, and it has gradually become more mainstream. So it's not just like sequestered there anymore. Um, and so, um, what's it called? Brain not working. So, um, obviously this overlaps with, like, robots and stuff like that. Um, 
And so originally the main difference between robots and AI is that robots were originally like suit, like they were able to like move around and um, they're like contained in one thing versus like AI is like a machine or like a bunch of machines. And they're usually tied to like one location, um, such as in, um, I'm going to say these things and I don't know what the fuck they are. Um, Isaac Asimov's Multivac or the Cinematic Colossus. Um, and so this specific idea uh, has gone away more uh, with advances in telecommunication and the development of like computer networks. Um, and it's replaced by ideas of ubiquity and omniscience. Um, Sorry, um, this... This is all so much for me to read. It's been a long day. You're doing great. I just Um, like lost where you were reading wise. Uh, Because I was just listening. Yeah. um, Is it it not omnipotence? Omniscience. Oh, omniscience. Omniscience. Cool. Uh, C, example, Skynet and the machine. Skynet is evil robot from Terminator. Um... Um, but so a lot of um, the fictional AIs from today tend to create panopticons. Do, do people know what panopticon is, or should I, I explain? I feel like I should, but I isn't don't. panopticon uh, like the idea that like like the the guard tower in the middle of like the prison? So like you're you always tell, being you're watched. Tell me, I don't know. <laughs> let me let me give me give me a quick second. Panopticon. Con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a circular prison with cells ar- arranged around a center well from which a- prisoners could be, could at all times be observed. And it's like that idea where it's like you're always being watched. So you're like more likely to like act well, wow. you know, where it's like I've always like I've joked around with like my friends. I'm like, they should just like park, park police cars on the sides of roads because it'll automatically get people to slow down because it's like that idea that like oh you could be be watched right now you know even if no one's in there um and so usually it's like um within like these panopticon ai worlds every detail is known and open to examination by the computer or its masters and privacy is almost non-existent um this is really considered a good thing and um so that that might be I want to say like like 1984, but I haven't read 1984, so I'm talking out of my ass. I know that's about like mass surveillance. I don't think I don't know if there's any AI within it, but um, yeah. So um, AIs can be like can control different resources like robots or drones, spy satellites, missiles, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, AIs and person of interest are unusual as they achieve most of their goals via human agents, so they don't use like the robots, they say, human do this thing, and <laughs> human do that thing. Okay. Or, I don't know, do they, I don't know, I've never seen person of interest, maybe they mind control them or something. Um, so there's, like, different plots that involve AI, because as we know, it's a very, uh, kind of diverse genre. Um, so, like, one of the plots is, like, around destroying or subjugating the human race, and typically it's, like, it's for our own good, such as like in with Skynet and the Terminator series, um, they they might attempt to understand humanity or they might want to become human. Um, and uh, benevolent AIs are uh, comparatively rare um, and you don't see them as much. I feel like AI typically is used as, ooh, scary, spooky. Ah. Um, some examples of AI in uh, media is 
as I've been saying, uh, Terminator, Skynet, um, uh, Jarvis and Ultron and Iron Man, the Avengers, and associated films, or I guess now would be like Karen. Associated films, aka the MCU. <laughs> the MCU. Um, I guess now would be like Karen within like Peter's theater or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, HAL 9000 and 2001 A Space Odyssey. Uh, when I when I, but when I watched 2001 A Space Odyssey, I thought HAL would be a m- more, like, larger part of it. Because it's, like, I feel like typically one of... I can't say the more commonly, like, parodied part of the movie because actually a lot of the movie is very commonly parodied. Mm-hmm. But I, I just thought HAL would play a way larger role. And I thought the parts with HAL was the only interesting parts. So I was kind of upset about that. Um, I mean, AI, um, yeah, it's nearly in everything. And I think sometimes it's kind of hard to, where it's like differentiate like an AI, like where does AI start and robot end? You know what I mean? Well, I guess. where That's why they said like the old kind of definition was where like it was AIs are typically constrained to like a computer or a system right. of computers though typically like they can control other things so like they might control robots so i get this more like a central control uh, unit though what would stop a ai from transporting itself into a mobile uh ai unit such as ultron so i think it's a kind of cool conversation to have where uh where ai stop robot begin question mark I guess an AI could also technically, like, escape the robot's body through another, like, through, like, the internet and go to somewhere else. But also, couldn't a robot do that, too? Um, AIs are just robots, and there's no difference. That's that's what I'm taking away from this. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's, that's, just, that's just what I'm getting. The more I think about it, the more I think AI-robot differentiation, stupid, not real. Um, I, yeah, I think it... I, think we've evolved past the differentiation yeah because i think as of right now it's that's what they also were talking about within like the fan lore article where it's like ai and the ideas surrounding like ai for um like within science fiction and media has changed as our um as our technology has changed i mean we essentially i mean don't we technically have an ai in our phone you know Mm -hmm. Like, we, we talk to, like, I talk to Google, you talk to um, Siri. I mean, those are... They're, yeah, that's AI. That's AI. And so within these ideas, it doesn't have to be constrained to this big power grid with a bunch of shit to power it. So I guess as we've, as technology has evolved and advanced, so as ideas about what's possible, I don't want to say what's possible with AI because... AI is being used for a lot of shit that I don't agree with right now. But um, within media, um, how AI can be used has changed because you can put it in a robot that walks around. So kind of interesting. Uh, Thank you for my, I don't know, that analysis. (laughs) Um, I guess we can get into the fic I chose. I don't know if we probably won't finish it. Um, We can can get through a decent chunk. Yeah, so it's called Brothers in Arms by Copper Badge, and it's Teen and Up, and it's like a Pepper Potts ex Tony Stark fic, but it's like not the focus of the fic. Like it's my favorite Tony like Tony ship though. It's yeah, oh no, it's the best Tony ship in my opinion. I'm a big I'm a big uh, 
Tony Pepper fan. Though I, I do like Iron Strange, but I think that's more in small doses and separate. Um, the summary is Bucky Barnes gets a tune-up, a new pet, and a home. Aww. Cute. Um, yeah, I think they just, I, I guess I, they just tagged it Pepper Potts, Tony Stark, because they're technically buried in it, but it's uh, not. But like, so I wouldn't consider existing ship and it's not ship focused. Like I like it's that's not the focus of this. Like you're not going in and being like, yes, I'm reading a Tony X Pepper fic. Like, no, like you're reading a fic and they're together. Um there's a lot of different characters in this. I mean, I guess I'll read for like Tony because like I think it makes the most like he's one of the main characters. Tony, and then I can read all the others. Um, there's a lot. Um, you read for Steve, Bucky, and I'll read for Sam. I guess if anyone else comes in, you can read for them. Okay. Oh, and like Jarvis, the AI. You're going to read for yes. the AI. Um, Steve Rogers showed up at Stark Tower one day in a leather jacket, carrying a motorcycle helmet in one hand and a prosthetic arm in the other. Jarvis, because he could, uh, because he could be perverse when he chose, didn't warn Tony before allowing Steve up into the up to the penthouse and then directing him down the stairwell to the workshop. Tony, to his credit, uh, r- rallied n- nicely once he gaped for a few seconds at the sudden intruder and his extra arm. You never call me. You never write, he said, hands on his hips, eyes flickering over the arm co- covetously. covetously. You didn't invite me to your blowing up the helicarriers party. I'm beginning to think you don't like me, Rogers. Well. I know you're a busy man, and I thought you might take the helicarriers personally. Steve replied. If you'd have told me what they were meant to do, I'd have blown them up myself, Tony replied, looking away from the arm and away from Steve, almost as though he were ashamed. I'm also just assuming that this is, um, actually, you know, I think, I'm saying like, oh, I think this is just post-Winter Soldier, but I don't think that's the case. I'm assuming this is like far after a lot of the movies, because, uh. I'll get into timeline stuff, so uh, ignore what I just said. Um, okay. Yeah. They, <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, almost. Tony set replied, looking away from the arm and away from Steve. Oh wait, almost as if he were ashamed. What did you think three heavily armed satellite-enabled helicarriers were for? Steve asked. His voice very, was carefully oh, I was curious. Not judgmental. Unless he was voiced by Gabs, in which case he was very judgmental. Judgmental, yeah. (laughs) I thought the engines were for the current carrier, Tony said. Yuri? Yuri. Well, that probably won't be as much of a problem going forward. Steve said. Anyway, I brought you an apology gift. Tony scoffed a little hollow. More like you need a favor from someone who knows which end of the screwdriver is the handle. Well, if you don't want the Soviet-made advanced prosthetic... Don't play games with me, Rogers. Stark invented that game. Tony replied, holding holding out his hand, taking uh, making a little gimme motion. He took the arm from Steve, hefted its weight thoughtfully, and then set it down on the workbench nearby, pulling a stool around and plopping it into into it before studying the fingers intently. So where's the rest of them? Uh, rest of him? He asked as he examined as his examination continued. DC, we're staying with a friend. Sam, Sam, sorry. Uh, your friend with the wings or your friend with the stings, Steve. <laughs> That's so cute. I love that. Steve smiled a little. Uh, wings. So did you hunt him down or did he come to you? Little of one, little of the other. We were looking for him. He let us find him. 
One second, is Nick listening or watching something? Oh, in the other room. I can very clearly hear it. Not, like, very clearly, but I can hear it in the mic. Like, I can hear that, like, he's watching something in the back. Oh, wow, yeah, I can hear it through my headphones. Let me pause this. Okay, okay, we're back. Sorry, Nick was in a Zoom meeting that he wasn't part of. It was just running through his headphones. <laughs> so, um, sorry if you guys heard. I don't know how long that was going on for. So, sorry, besties. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll continue on. Hmm. And why did he allow you to take his arm and give it to the total stranger whose parents he likely murdered? Steve was silent. Tony looked over the arm at him. The internet is a sort of sort of a specialty of mine. Oh, wait, oh, wait then no, it's, it's probably okay. Tony. Again. Oh, so okay. then this is pre. So this is like pretending Civil War didn't exist. Or either post Civil War and like, but like they're not on bad terms. I don't know because don't like know. in after during in. Like, in and after Civil War, Tony, like, knows that Bucky murdered his parents. Well, you know, that's... He doesn't know anything surrounding that until Civil... After Civil War. So, it would be after Civil War, but probably if they didn't... No, no, because read the next line. I I don't think he... Like, he... This wasn't revealed to him. Like, he read... He researched this himself. I'm confused. What are you saying, though? Like, Like, Tony didn't know. Like before Civil War, that Bucky yeah. murdered his parents. Yeah, he knows in this. Yeah, he because it's but, probably after Civil War. But no, 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 because no. Read the next line, Liz. <laughs> no, I'm reading it, but I. Yeah, don't... he's like I read. The, he he said I read the documents. It's not explicit, but it's not unlikely. But like it's explicit in Civil War. Like I'm saying, this but is, it's this is a also... universe where Civil War didn't happen. I guess I don't know. I like I understand what you're saying, but also like. Within, within, after Civil War, there's still, like, well, like, the, like, the, the, the thing could still be, like, because the foot, it's footage, so the mm-hmm. footage could still be doctored to make it look like Bucky did it, and even then, it's, like, it's not like Bucky really did it, because he doesn't have control, and, like, it, because, like, within, within Civil War, it's, like, well, he didn't have control, and also, who knows if it was really him or a different Winter Soldier, and they're just making it look like him to stir up drama between the Avengers, I'll let you have because this one. well no because no because it's literally um why am I blanking on his name why am I blanking on his name one second Zemo oh, yeah. Zemo's like wants to break up the Avengers so he would have motivation to doctor the footage to make it look like it was Bucky there versus like a different Winter Soldier because within Civil War we find out that there are multiple Winter Soldiers just Bucky was the most successful one. And so it's, like, that's also kind of part of it where it's, like, oh, but, like, was it him or was it just Zuma trying to be, like, break up the Avengers? I guess, but I think we're still going to have to agree to disagree on this one. Because I'm not seeing it. I'm thinking that this is somebody's AU. I'm, I'm thinking it's AU post post-Civil War, but everything's good. Civil War doesn't exist. That's my... My my AU is Civil War resolves nicely. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. um, Okay. This is... Everyone will now know what we're saying. The internet internet is sort of a specialty of mine, he said. I read the S.H.I.E.L.D. and HYDRA documents. It's not explicit, but it's not unlikely, right? That wasn't him. At least, not the person he was before. And not the one he is now. Tony picked up the micro pry bar normally used for working on his gauntlets and began working at the shoulder plates, easing them apart. This seems functional, he said, peering between the metal uh, slats. It did look functional and ominous. 
He said it's not broken, but it needs calibration. His... Steve swallowed. His owners, Tony said. Steve looked surprised, perhaps at his gentle tone, perhaps at his way of putting it. Yeah, very gentle, Liz. Thanks. Um, <laughs> they had to recalibrate it every time he was uh, activated and if it was damaged. Wait, I'm sorry. But if Civil War didn't happen, how would they have find, found Bucky? Because they exactly. don't find Bucky until Civil War. A couple of lines up, they said, um, did you hunt him down or he come to you? And he goes, both. Like, we looked for him, but he let us find him. Bruh, I'm so confused, but... I guarantee if you pulled up, like, the fic again and looked at the tags, it I'll probably says something like... I'll pull up the fic yeah, again. AU. I'm pulling up the fic again. Okay. Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> oh, my God. All of... I, I have so many recently closed for looking at freaking uh, research shit for my, my, like, for one of my projects. You're so um, It does not state... Uh, wait, let's see. Uh, tell me what is happening with Civil War. Tell me what is happening with Civil War. Tell me your secrets. Tell me your secrets. Maybe, wait, let me go to the comments. Maybe people were like, when does this take place? And they were like, yeah, this, then, then now. Then now. Then now. Um, Tell me, please. I need to know. This is I need homophobic. To, this is homophobic. Homophobic. Let me go to the end of it. Maybe people will have uh, mentions. <laughs> I just want to know. What if you wanted to know, but God... It gave the fic writer. I so guess no. I guess it would make sense because we're at the beginning where I was like, oh, this like is immediately following a uh, Winter Soldier, but also that wouldn't make sense because immediately following Winter Soldier, they don't have Bucky. Exactly. And... That's what I'm saying. Like timeline wise, speaking MCU timeline, it only makes sense if it's an AU where Winter Soldier doesn't exist. When was this written? Wait, that'll give us a lot of clues. Mm -hmm. Uh, 2014. <laughs> there you go, Liz. Dang, I can't believe I outsmarted the MCU fanatic. Well, because if I didn't know the date, it does make sense where it's like... <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm holding this one over your head. No, I won't let you hold it over my head. <laughs> because within my mind, it don't make sense that Tony... Because also, like, no one knew about... Like, even with the Hydra documents being released, no one knew that it was Bucky who killed Tony's parents until the freaking footage. Yeah, but maybe this so was it makes somebody's, like, fan theory at the time. I think it's besides the point. I won't <laughs> let you in because it's it was confusing and not explicitly stated. Okay. So, uh, I guess follow post-Winter post Soldier, pre-Civil War... Uh, before Civil War was made, so we didn't know what was happening in Civil War. Yes. Yeah. Because there's a lot of... There's... I'm going to shut up right now. <laughs> I will get really far into this, and it's not worth it. Um, I'm shocked they knew um, how, Tony replied, settling back in his chair. This isn't Soviet-made. This isn't human-made. Not entirely, at least. The, start, uh, the tech in this is about a generation past the Iron Arm. Um, the Iron Man armor. I could build it today with the materials that 
<laughs> at hand, mm-hmm. but there's no way Armenzilla built this in the 40s in Russia all by his genius lonesome. Then what is it? Steve asked, looking worried. I'd guess alien technology. I'm seeing I'm seeing familiar things in strange configuration. Chitari, as guardian. What strange new worlds? Tony sighed. Tony sighed. Probably not Chitari. Asgardian's not a bad guess. Wasn't Schmidt scooping up all, scooping up that kind of thing back uh, back when where you started pounding on him? Gear Thor's back on planet. We could ask him. The point's mostly moot though, because I don't think you're here for an alien antiques roadshow. No. Steve uh, agreed. Well, working out what calibration means and how to perform it on this is going to take a while. Uh, he okay with you leaving the arm with me? His left arm with me? Stony chewed on... Ugh, Stony? That's their <laughs> ship name. <laughs> Steve uh, chewed on his lip. Spit it out, Rogers. We're all damaged and crazy. There's no judgment in the workshop, Tony said tiredly. He asked me to take it off. Steve said. He worried that it might do something he didn't want. He can't... He's struggling. Not that surprising. And you? Steve, clearly taken aback by the concern, took a second second to figure an answer, to find an answer. Oh, also struggling. Tony nodded and started working on the arm again. Go back to your friend. Tell him I'll do what I can. I'll hit you up in a couple weeks. Um, I think we can skip because I do... Um, oh, wait, no. No, that's okay. We'll, we'll continue. Okay. Uh, Steve was opening his mouth to reply when there was a, a squeal and a loud whir, and the bots seemed to take notice of Tony's guess. Where this is also where I'm like, but these bots like also kind of have some sentience, so aren't they, they also auto do. artificial intelligence? Uh, Demi and Butterfingers rolled out of the shadows, coming over to inspect the arm, their claws dangling curiously over Tony's shoulder. Tony raised a hand and stroked Demi's uh, housing, housing absently, fingers curling around the metal. I want to skip to where we talk about more AI because I don't think we talked about enough of AI for it to be an AI fic. And we are kind of going a little bit long, right? That's okay. Yeah, but that's okay. Um, Because it's a bit further down. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Um, I literally copied it specifically so I would get the AI in it. Right. we can where the fuck is unless the ai is just jarvis in this there's a very large chance i may have misread uh when i like went forward really quickly to um to kind of pre and yeah i mean we could always we could always end now because i mean it's just Jarvis. We all know Jarvis. We all know who he's Jar- our, Jar- Jar- he's your This is actually AI. just an excuse for Liz to talk about Stucky and Witcher Soldier. I didn't talk about Stucky, though. You know you thought about it, though. Um, I did when I was reading the fic, but I wasn't during this episode, oh, actually. fascinating, actually. Very, very un- unusual. Unusual, yeah. Wild. All right. So, yeah, I, I will say I... Don't think I'll be reading AI stuff unless they figure out a way for AI stuff to exist without copying existing work, but they literally can't, so... Um, I mean, I'll read AI within fiction because I read... But within fiction, maybe, it it scares me, though. 
I just read a lot of Marvel stuff, and so, so yeah, Jarvis, choice. Jarvis be there. I will say, like, realistic AI fiction, though, terrifies me. Oh, and yeah, like, scary. Like, taking over. I'm like, I know it's going to happen, and that is terrifying. That is totally understandable. Unless all the robots are like Wally, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, where can we find you on social media, Gabs? You guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at Flighty the Nerd. Liz, what about you? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at Lazily Liz. And what about the show? You can find the show on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, uh, not Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Trope Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Trope Podcast, where Trope's Battle for Dominance. If you need to email us for any reason, questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, good Maze Runner or Twilight fan fictions, please email us at tropedominance at gmail.com. Please rate, comment, follow, subscribe, whatever it is, wherever you listen to the show. It helps us a lot. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Um, have a great week. And then, you know what? I'm going to make a promise to get our social media active again. If, for every person who follows it, we'll make a post. Love it. If, if you follow it, you will see a new post in the next couple of days. If not, it's going to remain inactive. Okay. Um, but yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.